And welcome to Trending Topics on AM640. Chris, uh, the decision has been made as to the first woman, uh, other than the queen that will be, appear in the Canadian uh, on our currency. It's and- Kelly Cotrera. <laughs> wow, we just did burn that, and that would be legal then. <laughs> it's just, what's the point of that? Uh, a black rights activist, Viola Desmond. And I knew nothing about her until today. Uh, she was jailed for defiantly sitting in a whites-only section of a Nova Scotia film house. And she's going to be the first woman to be featured on our $10 bill. Makes me slightly, it's the only reason why I'm slightly sad. Isn't that Johnny McDonald right now? It is Johnny McDonald. You the won't first... be able to turn her into Spock or anybody from Star Trek <laughs> the, the same way you turned, could with him. Laurier turned Oh, it was Laurier. Spock. Yeah, on the $5 bill. Well, who does Johnny McDonald turn into? Just Johnny McDonald. No, it's got to be a Star Trek character. Well, maybe I need you to work on that. Let, number two. I'll figure him out. He turned into how number to, two. How to make him Picard or something? Because he's kind of bald. All right. But uh, no, John A. will not be bumped entirely. What's going to happen here is that ten dollar banknote with Viola on it is going to be uh, going to have other broader themes of social justice. Broader, and- get it? But um, boom. Hey. <laughs> Moving on. Glad you said that. Yeah, hey, um, putting the broad back in broadcast. Yeah, there you go. See, I don't and, have a problem with that word. But they are—they're planning to celebrate more mm-hmm. iconic Canadians on the next five-dollar note that is also going to be released in 2018. So they've—they're still going. They've got to come up with a new process to find another notable Canadian to be featured on the five-dollar bill. So you're asking. So we're getting rid of Laurier and McDonald? Yeah. No. Laurier and McDonald are, are going to go to the fifty and the hundred dollar. Oh, they bill. get upped. They so get upgraded. Getting upped. Upgraded, and the women get the ten. Nice. <laughs> and they're going to get rid of Borden and Mackenzie King. Oh, okay. So here's that's the thing. what happens there, and uh, whoever the reigning mar- monarch is will retain the twenty dollar bill position. To uh, quote my husband, can they make it somebody we actually know? On the bill. You know, you know, because here are the other people. Pauline E. Pauline Johnson, who mm-hmm. was a Mohawk woman. Uh, she was a poet and a performer and a writer. Uh, Elizabeth Elsie McGill, who was the first woman to uh, work uh, as an... I think she, she was an aircraft designer. Uh, Idola Saint-Jean, or Saint-Jean, uh, an educator and a journalist, uh, fought for women's rights to vote in Quebec. All of them important. And this is who I wanted on the bill. Fanny Rosen, Rosenfield who uh, won the gold and silver on the track in the 1928 Summer Olympics in Amsterdam. Why did I want Fanny? Not that I even knew who she was. I just like the fact that you could, you know, now call the $10 bill to Fanny. So give me two fives for a Fanny. The viola doesn't sound as fun. I mean, I'm happy for <laughs> you know, her. I think I, it's great. What but, I do like about it, if yeah. it is that it, it, we, we don't know anything about this part of Canadian history, and now it's something that... We'll, we're talking about here. Here's this character who's the, the Canadian she Rosa the, Parks, yeah. and uh, and and we we know nothing about her. No one t- talks about her in school, and now it's going to be something that hopefully is brought up. Although you can't uh, ask anyone uh, who's on the bill now, and they have a hard time telling you. So uh, maybe there'll be a brief education process, and people will forget. But Jackie, uh, speaking of schools, do we have that Drake clip? Can we run that Drake clip? Right now, because started from the bottom, now we're here. Started from the bottom, now my whole team here. Started from the bottom, now we're here. That's good. Uh, school trustees have voted to close down Drake's old school, Vaughn Road Academy, closing oh. despite calls from the students to Drake to save us, save us, Drake, save us on social media. He didn't come through. Uh, by the way, the school is 90 years old. I don't know how he would have saved it because the reason why they're closing the school is declining enrollment. Over the past decade, basically, they were operating at 20% of capacity. 
just over 200 students. You can't think there aren't even like country schools that have just 200 no, students that's anymore. Not, that's you not can't. true. Uh, my uh, my public school was 180. 180. <laughs> yeah. All the Where schools was that, that I went to were Beaverton. Over- Beaverton. Good yeah. old salute <laughs> to Beaverton. I correct. I am corrected. I Every stand school corrected. that I went to was so overpopulated. Yeah, me People too. were sharing lockers. It just I don't understand. Go to a Catholic school? No. Did you go to a Catholic school, Jackie? No. Catholic but, schools were like, they were cramming people in portables. Funny enough, the Catholic school in my town mm-hmm. had 50 people. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was the biggest school, too. Hey, stop making the exception prove the rule here, Yeah, Jackie. can you, jeez, Jackie. <laughs> Unknown so, fact, fun fact, it's going to shackle your buzz, Katrera. <laughs> so Drake couldn't save the school. It's taken in the ear day. <laughs> Go figure. Jake, Drake could not save the school. So listen, current students can now, now attend schools such as Oakwood Collegiate. Oh, which is Which I'm sure school. parents are not overly happy about today, yeah, right? Because there was that uh, young man who was uh, apparently planning an attack on that school. He was uh, planning an attack on the 27th anniversary of the Montreal Massacre. That would have been two days ago, Oakwood Collegiate Institute. He uh, posted in an online blog... That, uh, you know, he, he was, you know, gonna, there was something that was, uh, I know that I have heard a little bit of the blog, but I'm not gonna, it was a threat. It was a threat about mm-hmm. calling, causing bodily harm. And so then, uh, somebody in the States caught it online. They saw it and they alerted the Toronto police. And I have to say, thank you very much. I don't know who that was, but, mm-hmm. you know, there were some complaints that the police would, uh, you know, arrest this boy now and search his home before anything went down. But I think that's what you have to do. You have to stop it before it even well, happens. Because it, I guess it didn't happen. So, yeah, but he, it's, it's a matter of you know, why would anyone even think to write that down if they weren't planning something? Or and if they thought it was funny, then you know something. Someone's got to scare them straight. Well, I think the police did a great job. Seventeen-year-old boy now facing charges after they found a machete and other weapons at his home. I think there were swords, machetes, a hatchet. Uh, Cybercrime investigators traced the threat to the Toronto District School Board's network, and with the help of the board, they were able to find the exact computer used to write the post, and that's how they swooped in for the arrest. So uh, well done, Toronto Police, especially the cybercrime. Uh, board and you know it really does uh speak to you know speaking up if you see something that's weird say something um this is weird confusing banner reading sorry toronto (laughs) it's been flying over the city jackie you've seen it right yeah it was outside my apartment the other day and uh this is all part of a campaign for montreal's 375th anniversary celebrations they uh, said basically we're going to make a lot of noise. We live right next door. And, of course, you're welcome to come join us, your neighbor Montreal. They're wanting us to come and enjoy the festivities. I went to Montreal. It's fun. Yeah, I was but thinking of hitting Montreal. What's, you know what I say to Montreal? What? Sorry you're not Toronto. Really? Yeah, come on. You know, yeah, they, got sure, they've cheese got the history us, and the culture and... And, and, and all that. And the but, great looking women. But they got a lot, a lot of great lot looking of women. They dress nicely. looking office buildings that look like they're falling apart and uh, just a, a, a more sort of visible sadness and sorrow. Than I will Toronto say it has. looks grungier, that's for sure. Yeah. Because I've been there a couple times. Yeah, too. I agree. Grungier. That's, that's, yeah. That was the visible sorrow. It was the grungier. Look at Jackie, superstar of the show, coming in with the saves. Um, speaking of, you sound a lot like our mayor who basically, you know, was trash-talking today, and he uh, announced this, you know, every every time two sports teams go up for the final, you know, there's bets that ensue, right? Mm-hmm. you got to wear the jersey. Yeah, if, if you uh, if your team loses, you wear a jersey and things like that. So John Tory uh, issued something out to the mayor of uh, Seattle because the Sounders will be playing the Toronto FC at the big MLS final game at BMO Field 8 o'clock on Saturday night. Here's Mayor Tory. We've got some 
real Canadian beer. Uh, I know you probably never tried real beer before. Uh, Canadian beer is real beer. This is Amsterdam Blonde. And this is Tim Hortons coffee, which is real coffee, as any Canadian knows. And in the highly unlikely event that uh, Toronto FC are not successful in the game on the weekend, we would send you these. But what I really want to take my time in the video to tell you is that our address here at Toronto City Hall is 100 Queen Street West, Toronto City Hall, second floor, Mayor's office. And so whatever it is you're going to send after Toronto M uh, FC wins the cup, that's the address. And so on with the game. Go Reds. Thank you, Mayor Murray. We'll look forward to chatting. Let's hope it's not steaming it in a bag because uh, he didn't sound too nice, really. Uh, uh, hey, file this in the oh my god file. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! It's something new we're doing here when uh, I see a story that makes me go, oh my god. Uh, this is incredible. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's government. <clears throat> spent more than $416,000 to renovate a two-year-old office building in downtown Ottawa. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, including paying more than $5,000 for coat hooks. 56 coat hooks, to be exact. We crunched the numbers. That's $89.29 per hook. What are they made of? Gold? <laughs> this really is reminiscent of you got to keep the budget up. So let's say that that military hammer cost us, you know, $20,000. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. That's offensive. Oh, my God.